Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Two's Company, uh, the new audio adventure comedy podcast brought to you by myself, Joppo, and my co-host joining me on this delightful adventure across the multiverse of podcasting, Rike Big Daddy, Mr. Ryan Akarkam. Hello, listeners. Oh, second episode recorded, the first one being a nice little introduction, episode two kicking off in full force today. Um, bro, we, we covered uh, a few topics on the introductory episode, that being episode one, uh, and we finished with some delightful advice for the listeners, as we said, uh, the agony ants that you never knew you needed. Um, bro, that's going to bring me to our newest segment, the debuting segment on Two's Company. Uh, that is the Agony and Section, the double A-S. <laughs> we, ha- we had some questions uh, sent in to us by some loyal listeners, even this short into the podcast journey. Um, and we've picked out one or two um, that we are going to answer for you, the listeners, to hopefully take some advice from. Yes, mate. We've... Um... I'm just finding them here. Perkham is searching the realm of his phone to find thy questions. Uh, here we go. Um, so, Mr. Off, Jose. Jose! Um, he's, uh, he sent in quite a few. Like we Ooh. spoke off, off the thing. Um, oh, a lot of them not really rating to agony aunt kind of stuff. <laughs> Basically, um, guys, you've asked questions and we thought, you know what? Just doesn't live up to expectations. We're, g- we're going to have to get rid of you. We're going to sack you. Yeah. Um, but Jose, Mr. Off on, on Instagram, did write in a, a question that I thought was uh, pretty appropriate uh, that we want to go down the line with for this agony aunt section. So Kirkham, throw the question into the people's ears. So... Mr. Mr. Jose, he has said, I'm struggling to find a job earning the money. I'm on down the country as I want to move. So he's um so he's struggling to find the money he's earning at the moment. Yep. Uh to I'm assuming to where he wants to move to. Yeah. Um, the immediate thing that jumped to me there, and Jose, if this is good advice, man, let us know. If it's terrible advice, also let us know. Um, but my immediate thought there would be, obviously, you're, you're looking at moving to a place where the salaries for the jobs you're looking at maybe don't stand as high as the money that you, you're currently earning. Um, so I would potentially look if you're moving to a place where the income is lower. Um, so again, a good comparison would be where I live, perhaps to London, where obviously the income is higher in London, but also uh, expenses to live are likely higher alongside that. So if you're moving to a place where salaries don't pay as much as they do now, I would try and analyze the location you're moving to and see if there's any possibility that you could bring down your current living expenses in that place. So can you look at living cheaper? Can you look at not driving as much and therefore bringing down your petrol costs and things like that? That would be my my formal answer. Um, that 
potentially to go from there. But what, what about you, bro? What would be your advice? That was uh, that was very good. I mean, I was just going to go straight out the bat and say, do OnlyFans. Do I, I mean, if you're in a position, right? And this is this is a conversation I've had many a times. If you're in a position where you can go on camera dressed as whatever your audience, your your target audience desires, and you can make a bare bit of piff per month, just you know, showing showing yourself, maybe in a Mario costume, maybe in a Luigi costume, bro. <laughs> if you want to go full Bowser, you go full Bowser, um, and you can make like. A I, lot more money. Than I can a... see like Jose as like a cowboy, like with some fucking you know, bumless chaps on or something like do that. You know, do you know what that reminds me of? I don't know if you've seen the episode, but it's like Bart when he's in the future and he's bang bang Bart. And I uh, seen that. oh, okay. So you can probably find the clip on YouTube, but he he comes out on this stage, obviously this this adult club. Uh, as Bang Bang Bart, and he's a, he's he's got a gruffly beard. He doesn't look how he looks, obviously, when he's younger. Um, and he has these chaps on. He has this like cowboy vest on. He has these two guns. He's like, I'm Bang Bang Bart, and he's like walking across the stage like boom 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jose, my man, I, I think there's some good advice to be to be taken from that. One of them, obviously, uh, coming from Kirkham, being like, man, maybe you just need to go down your local costume store. You need to buy a little outfit and you need to explore your options with that outfit. Um, yeah. And then alongside that, of course, bro, looking at potentially where you're moving to and seeing if you can afford to live pretty cheaply um, compared to what you are living now. Um, because, I mean, I look at sort of a, a position of moving home. So moving from living with my parents to moving uh, into my own place. The obviously astronomical differences is you go from not paying a whole lot of money towards your living expenses to suddenly paying a good amount of money towards your living expenses. So if that's going to be the obviously prime thing that you work for and work towards, um, it would obviously be beneficial to look at how you can uh, bring that down as best as possible. And my advice from an energy bill point of view, and I say this is not someone who is very knowledgeable about these things, but instead I just have a, a good a good girlfriend who de deals with these things for me, um, is look at your energy bills being with a company called, and I'm going to mess this up because I think I've just forgotten the name on the <laughs> spot. <laughs> um, do you know what? I've forgotten the name on the spot, but there is a, there is a company that allows you to send off meter readings per month and they will simply adjust your direct debit if you have not spent that money per month on that level of energy bill. So for example, uh, our energy bills were, were significantly higher in February when it was colder. Um, and therefore that means our direct debit per month for the next 12 months would be that amount. But we were pretty um, pretty adamant that our energy bills wouldn't cost that much in this month and going forward. So we, we, we sent a meter reading off. Uh, and we were able to bring our energy bills down by, by like over a hundred pounds. So it, it's, um, again, I can't remember the company's name. So that's a, never a good place to start in terms of advice. Um, but you know what, Jose, for the simplicity of you leaving this episode and thinking, you know what, Jop and Kirky, they gave me some damn good advice there. Octopus Energy is, is a, an elite level energy company that I, I recommend you have your energy bills with. The job doesn't have any endorsements with Octopus Energy. 
I am not affiliated with Octopus Energy in any context. I would like to make that clear. Um, they have not paid me uh, to say this, but if they do want to offer me uh, free energy bills in in exchange for me mentioning this uh, on our Elite Level podcast, then, then I would happily take some free electricity. Any day. To be fair, I think they should. I mean, the amount of business they're about to get, mate, <laughs> it only seems fair, to be honest. It does seem fair to be fair. Uh, but what, do you know what, bro? I was thinking about this the other day and I was thinking that because I was listening to a podcast about sort of advertisements and things like that. I was like, man, that's pretty cool that, you know, obviously a company is going to pay you to, to mention them or, or offer you free stuff to mention them on your podcast. But for me, and, and I know you're probably the same, we're, we're surrounded by a lot of people, a lot of friends that, that own their own businesses. Um, so if you are a listener and you, you are a close friend of ours, best believe uh, you will be getting a, a shout out for your business here and there. If I do mention your name, because I think it's important to uh, drive attention to to independent businesses. Like one thing I always make an effort to do when I go in the coffee shop near me, which is I'm not going to say the location because I, I don't want anyone knocking on my door uh, and saying this episode wasn't wasn't living up to expectations. I, I don't want to deal with that. Deal with the press, you know. Well, um, it, 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 they'll just want you know you'll be signing babies and all sorts. And I will. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It's funny. I was in the gym today, uh, and this guy came up to me and said, "You're Jopper, right? You're the twos company." And I was. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 eight a.m. All right, I don't sign anything before nine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, you've caught me at a bad time here. Sorry, bro. I I, hey, I can't. I'm trying to train. I, right. Yeah, I'm trying to train, man. I can't sign your calf Normally right roads. now. Let, like, I'll do the autograph when I finish. Yeah, and then then you know they get the camera out and they they take and you're like, whoa, 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 come on! I haven't done my hair. I haven't had a shower yet. Yeah. Uh, I've walked here. I'm a bit wet. Like, come on, man. Have yeah. some have some respect. Respect. Um. But uh, but Jose, uh, I hope you take some uh, advice from that because again, we we definitely live in a society where things aren't getting any cheaper. Um, so analyzing whether you can live cheaper is definitely something I recommend. And if you currently shop at Waitrose, sorry Waitrose, go to Aldi. Also, make sure the broadband's good. Oh, do you know what, mate? You're that have is to go down the if you're going down that OnlyFans route, you want some decent broadband, mate. Yeah, and this this applies to this applies to I mean both of us and and any gamers listening. Make sure you have a good Wi-Fi because man, want that lag, do you? you don't want that lag. Do you know what, mate? There's the one thing when we were setting up our internet for our current home, it said we need good internet. Like it's just something I need for business related tasks on the laptop so does katie uh gaming though like i, I don't want to be sat in a lobby for 20 minutes trying to find a game yeah and obviously searching pornhub you know you want them fast speeds this this is it jose yeah. see this is the level of advice you get on two's company right? you know, it, let, let's say like you know jo, jose molly's on her way home right yeah You've got five minutes to bosh out a danger wank. Yeah, you don't yeah. want any lag on Pornhub, you know, trying no. to find something good. No. You want to get straight in there, get the job done. Oh, yeah. All right, darling. You yeah. You've had a long day at work and you yeah. think, you know what I need to do right now? It's 5.30. The sun's still out because we're entering that summertime in the UK. The sun's still out. You know what I need to do? I need to clean out those pipes. Jose, Jose likes to call it the uh, the big TV wank. Oh, oh, I'm in the front room on the big TV. And we're talking here, people. When, when we say big TV, that, that thing's got to be beyond 40 inches, all right? You know, we, we want to set the category for TVs here and, and the expectation 
uh, we want to set as well for for these big TV um, adult <laughs> activities. Um, it, it needs to be forty inches plus on that 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 telly screen if you're going to. That's what she said. Yeah, this, this is it. That's he's what really, said. He's really forty inches. <laughs> if it's um, not forty inches, what is the point? What is the point? And for those of you wondering, does size matter? It does. It's um, mate. Again, this is one thing I I love about the the podcasting is um, again, it's that ability. Because I know if I was listening to a conversation like this through a podcast, again, my instant thought would would be laughter. I I I very much enjoy uh, these level (laughs) conversations when I'm listening to a podcast because obviously there's some level of advice that the listeners could take which is obviously what we just we just provided some elite level advice for Jose. we did, mate. We did. Um, but also it, it, it's that entertainment that we spoke about in the first episode that we wanted to provide because again podcasting is that kind of unique thing that is kind of come on the scene that does allow people to to have that level of escapism and bro it's not something i, I asked you on the previous episode but Prior to us doing podcasting, have you ever done any like podcasting stuff before? Um, was I on podcast before? I don't think I was. No, I don't think I'd ever done any. I've I've been on some obviously since we first started and everything, and I've jumped on them because yeah, I just love it. Yeah, I just love doing it. It's just fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun to do. It's um, um. Do you know what? And it's interesting because obviously we're at this point of recording two's company now, and that being our podcasting. And I remember, um, kind of a few months into our our friendship, you mentioned to me about how much you'd love to do a podcast, and that's something that you wanted to do going into twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. Is start your own podcast and be able to podcast. And I think one of the unique things about it, which I very much enjoy, and I think if you're doing it with a friend, uh, again, makes it even more so better, um, is literally your ability to to socialize with the friend who perhaps doesn't live near you, um, to have that social interaction that is literally scheduled in on a weekly basis. Because one thing I've found as I've, yeah. I've gotten older, uh, specifically like leaving school, leaving uni, going into like actual adulting, which is a thing in itself, um, is... You you have less free time. You don't you don't Oh god yeah. Mate, yeah. honestly, I, I mean I look at my schedule sometimes and I'm very blessed to be busy, but then I also look at my schedule and I'm like, man, wouldn't it be nice to just finish at five o'clock? Or wouldn't it be nice to like, you know, these some people were I know a lot of people that work from home now and um since lockdown and, and the whole COVID saga is they've been able to maintain their job working from home, start at like 8 a.m. And once they've got all their tasks done, finish by 12. And I'm like, that to me is mind-blowing. <laughs> because yeah. imagine your day starts at 8, right? And you do all your tasks, you work for four hours, you're done by midday. It's like, wow. Yeah. Uh, and again, uh, one thing I've spoken about before, and I spoke about actually on a podcast with um joe yesterday for the physique collective podcast um one of the things i said to him is i'm very much a person that has a social battery um but i do find with certain individuals that battery gets recharged compared to being depleted so uh for work example i'll often find myself being very socially depleted because i work a very social job as an in-person pt 
Um, and therefore, when I get to my days off or I get to my weekends and things like that, I, I'm under the mindset of I don't want to see anyone today. I want to go about my day. I want to go to the cinema. I want to play Xbox. I, I don't want to have these interactions because I'm so burnt out. But yeah. with things like this, with, with you and with our group of friends specifically, I almost find that those social situations, and especially when we get together once a month, we, we enjoy ourselves, we have a good night. It's, it almost recharges me. I don't, I don't know about you if you have a similar sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, I, yeah no, I'm, I'm very similar. Like I, When I was on the floor PTing, people don't realise how fucking demanding that job is. Mm. If someone's paying for you, you're like they're paying for the experience yeah i don't want a pt who's gonna be like yeah right come on then let's get on with it yeah you've got to, you know i mean you've literally got to switch it on you're like yeah right let's go you know you got honestly that, that yeah Mr. motivator you know and you've given me some good advice but before on something you used to do and that was to actually only do i think it was it three hours max back, to back three hours and then give myself a 15 minute break at least yeah I would just i would go out i would sit in the car and at that time, I think I was smoking, so I'd have a fat. <laughs> <laughs> I was still smoking at that point, I think. Um, I'd just go outside, just 15 minutes of quiet. Yeah. Just so I could sit, be like, and I might have washed some food in quickly as well. Just, you know, 15 minutes to half an hour, just to myself. Yeah. Right, because I used to get in that, that, that mindset of like, right, do you know what? I'm just going to book all six hours, all together, back to back get it yeah. done and then I've got the rest of the day yeah and I just and I knew I would get to that fourth hour those that fourth fifth and sixth hour I wasn't giving me no because I was just I was like oh, fucking I'm done I'm done yeah. I can't whereas you know where I'd give that if I had that 15 30 minute break that would just that would refresh me and I'm like yep I can fucking switch it back on again now let's go yeah. This is it. This is it. This is one thing I found. Um, so Fridays, uh, for whatever reason, always tend to be my busiest day. Uh, I'm lucky enough to take a Thursday off, which I, I, I love. I'm actually lucky enough to to have two days off now. So I, I took yesterday off. Uh, I have today off, and I have tomorrow off as as usual on a Thursday. Um, and again, lucky enough to have clients that are actually keen to go in and train without me, um, but still pay for the service that they pay for. So uh, again, that's a, a big thing i'm very grateful for um but one thing i found on a friday is i tend to start at 6 30 on a friday and i'm very much of that mindset is get them done get them done get them done get to my break then i can eat at because i don't want to be stop starting stop starting and things like that but again with the the busyness of that day is i'll go 7 30 likely through to 1 30 most fridays so that's a, a six hours of pt back to back um, have a three-hour gap in which I'll consume food and train, then begin at 4.30, go again till about 6.30. So uh, again, only two hours on a Friday night, which is definitely a welcome thing to my, to my life. Um, I don't like working too late on a Friday. Um, but mate, it very much is that thing of my social battery by the end of that day is so heavily depleted. Um, but it, it kind of brings me to a subject that me and Joe spoke about is you have to, when you're living with a partner, uh, and it's something I'm still working on with being a PT, is living with a partner, you you have to remember that it's important, just as important to still give your everything to that individual. So I sometimes get home and, and Katie be in the kitchen and she'll want to have a conversation. And I'm getting better at trying to understand that that's her level of love language is that communication, 
maybe yeah. giving her a hug when I get home, even if I'm just tunnel vision, like I want to get in, I want to have a shower, I want to eat my food, then I can be me. But understanding it's okay to kind of stop myself and be like, you know what, I should probably give her a hug. I should probably give her five minutes of conversation before I then worry about just myself once again, because I've worried about myself all day. And it's something that Joe brought up in regards to his uh, his marriage and things like that. Again, it, the episode you can find is on the Physique Collective podcast that I did with him. Um, and it's something that he makes an effort to. And if, if he's going to the kitchen uh, and his wife happens to be there, he will make an effort now to give her a hug before he goes back to his desk. Because for him, it might just be that, oh, well, I, you know, why do I need to give you a hug? Because maybe I'll just see you later and I give you a hug then. But for her, those two minutes that they they spend together crossing paths, if she, he knows that she enjoys that level of touch and communication through physical um, indulgement, giving her a hug, then it's important for her day to get that. And I think yeah. that's something that I'd say we're in a, a society now where we are very work driven. I think that the oh, grind really. in quotation marks is, is prominent um, and I'd almost say that that is toxic work productivity. And that's not to say if you work really hard and you're really busy that you, you're toxic and you're working too hard. But I think there is this level of, you know what, sometimes it's okay to not be productive. Sometimes it's okay to go, you know what, I don't need to work an extra hour tonight. I don't need to sort that today. Because what about my my girlfriend? What about my boyfriend? What about seeing my mum? What about seeing my grandparents? Like, these are all things that also have to be given effort because we spoke about it in the first episode. We do only get one of these lives, right? We, you know, you only do live once. So try to get out of the mindset, I'd say, of feeling like you should always be working. Uh, I don't know if you'd agree with that. I Yeah, it's something I do struggle with because um, I, I find it hard to switch off. Me too, bro, yeah. I find it very hard to switch off from work because it just... I don't know. I think I probably, I probably like, I probably get off on it where I'm, yeah. like, I'm being so efficient. Yeah. You know, the amount of times I've had messages from people being like, fucking hell, that was so quick. And, you know, yeah. like, you know, and the response and all that kind of thing. And you kind of get off getting this like Amazon Prime service to everyone. Literally, um, man. And it, it does then, it affects me in the fact that I find it really hard to switch off. Yeah. But I've implemented things. So I'm slowly getting better at it to give myself an evening. Good, yeah. Because I will work in the evening as well. Like yeah. I'll work, I'll work, I can work right up till midnight if need be. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like now I kind of I work the mornings and I'll don't get me wrong, I'll still be working throughout the evening, but it's not proper work. It's just kind of getting back to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then processing it properly the following day. Yeah. Um so I've kind of like I, I sort of stop myself in the evenings from working now. Yeah, like, right, yeah. I can actually do these tomorrow. I can do yeah. this tomorrow. Um, so to try and actually give myself an evening where I sit down and relax. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it, but I am, yeah, I, I'm still working on it myself, but yeah. I think, I think that there'll come a time where, you know, everyone talks about balance Oh, yeah. you know, need to have balance. But ultimately, if you're trying to achieve something, something will have to give. Absolutely, Matt. I completely you know, agree. And it's like uh like I'm going into prep soon. 
like yeah. in the next three weeks, I'm going to go into prep. I'm going to start dieting. Yeah. So that is going to be my main, like other than my business. Yeah. That is going to be my main focus. Absolutely. Like, yeah. You yeah, get yeah. this tunnel visual when you're on prep, and it's like nothing else matters other than the prep. Yeah. Um. And obviously, other things in your other things in your life will then sacrifice. Um, I completely agree. I, I think what you've touched on there is valuable because uh, and taking it back to the point you mentioned about to achieve balance, you almost have to go through unbalanced situations and times. Yeah. Uh, and again, as, as a business owner, I think I've definitely again, like you still working on it, but it's something I've gotten better at because I remember when I first started PT and I probably imagine you're in the same position because your goal when you're, you're self-employed in, in any sort of business, right. Is to earn as much as you can because you you, you haven't got this guarantee right you know yeah, yeah, that's you're it, trying yeah. to make as much income as possible and with that i remember when i started pt i was working sundays working saturday afternoons working yeah. late on a friday uh again trying to create an income that was sustainable and, and maintained for a long period of time but that level of unbalance uh imbalance sorry again giving up my sunday mornings giving up my saturday afternoons I had to go through that period of time to reach a level of clientele that I was satisfied with, which I could then get to a point where I was in demand, in which case I could go, you know what? I'm not doing a Sunday morning anymore. Let's move you to here. I'm not doing a Saturday afternoon anymore. I'm stopping at midday. Let's move you to here. Because without that imbalance, I wouldn't have worked as hard as I did to get to the point I'm at now, which again, I, I, I always say this to people, I could work more because I think at the end of the day, anyone could work more, right? Yeah. I could work more than I do now. I could not take a Thursday off, but the, I have reached a balance, which I'm very satisfied with. Um, and I think anything beyond that in terms of an hourly work rate would just kind of be a detriment to my life. So I, I make it, an absolute important part of my life that I don't go beyond where I'm working now in terms of the amount of work I put in on an hourly basis. But like we said, it, it's, you need to get to the point of going through those imbalance times to, to get to a level where you have achieved balance. And you know what we, so we went to the the physique collective seminar together, obviously um, a few, probably a month back now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it must have been about a, about month. a month ago. And I spoke to, uh, again, someone who I'm sure will be listening to this because he was an avid listener of when we've podcasted together before, uh, Lactic Addict Luke on Instagram. Um, Luke. Yeah, but again, great. Luke, if you're listening, man, I mean, you're a great dude. And again, it was lovely to meet you for the first time as well. And I said to him in that moment, because he's very much a, uh, an aspiring bodybuilding coach. Again, he's very, very young and a very knowledgeable young lad as well. Um, and I said to him, we were talking about work and he was like, you know, sometimes I work a Sunday in terms of coaching and then I take the other Sunday off the following week. Uh, and I think I said to him at that point is, you know, when you're starting off, and I think he's a year or two into coaching, maybe not even that. And I said to him, when you're starting off, you do have to work those Sundays you do have to work those Saturdays because ultimately he's going to get to a point where he's so satisfied with the level of clientele he's got and the amount of clients he has that he can then sit back and go guys I'm not doing check-ins on a Sunday anymore guys you know what I'm not working the weekend because I've worked Monday to Friday uh and it's understanding that a level of grinding quotation marks which is not necessarily a, a phrase I like to use but it is appropriate in this situation. You know, you do have to go through that grind 
to get to where you are now. Would you say, bro, looking at your your current life and your current setup and things like that, because obviously, again, like I said, you could work more. Do you think you could go from here working less? And is that something you'd want to do over time? Um, I'm probably... I don't think I could work less. No. Like I give myself the weekends off now. Yeah. I don't work weekends. Um so yeah, anything that may come in on a Friday like that I'll, I'll deal with it, but then I'll properly deal with it on a Monday. Yeah, you know? perfect. Get, Which I'll is get the message back. We're like, right, yep, yeah, cool. Seen it. Brilliant. I'll get back to you on Monday. Um great advice. Great advice. It's yeah, I, I I was exactly the same when I started out with all the PT and everything. I was working seven days a week. Yeah, like because, like you say, because you're you're not sure if people drop off. Like then you've got less income coming in, so you're literally taking on everything you can get. Yeah, because they're not because you do get drop offs, and then you get yeah. people who stay, and you know you sort of filter out the ones who are going to stay with you and the ones who aren't, and that kind of thing. Um, and it, it, I remember getting to that point where I actually stopped loving the job. Okay. Because I was doing it seven days a week. Right. And it was like, this is too much. Like, I have to give myself at least one day a week off. Absolutely. So then I I sort of, I, I then gave myself a Sunday off. Perfect, yeah. All my Sunday clients, I managed to move them. They were like, yeah, that's cool. And then after that, when I was like, they were cool with that, I was like, well, actually, I'm letting, you, you know, the business is running me. I'm not running the business. Yeah, that's a really interesting analogy there. I like that. Yeah, and I was like, fuck, they were okay with this. Yeah. Moving them to another time slot during the week. So then I did the same in my Saturday afternoon. I was like, right. I'm only going to do Saturday mornings. I've got these slots available. If you want them, like they're yours, take them, whatever. I think okay. I lost one person. Yeah, the rest of them took them other slots. Did um, you did you find that you had a certain amount of your clients that were like, I don't want to use the word lifers, but like heavily committed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were generally the ones that were doing three, four sessions a week. Yeah, perfect. The ones that were doing three, four sessions a week. So in the end, before I gave up the one to one PT, I think I only had around eight clients. Yeah. But I saw them like throughout the whole fucking week. Which, yeah, which is which is mental. And again, it, to have that level of of clientele again, the one that can afford to do for a week is is a great thing uh, yeah. from a business point of view. Um, but you're fine with those people, and I'm sure you found the same thing. It's those people. Number one really, really want to achieve a certain goal and love training. That's why yeah. they do it. But I think. And one of the most important things about a running a business, whether it be PT, whether it be coaching, whether that be earning a coffee shop is a lot of the time, the service you provide, yes, is going to be the important thing. But I think the human connection is also just as heavily important. I know a lot of my clients okay, come to me maybe for a certain level of knowledge or expertise. And again, I'm not the smartest person in the world, but again, they come to me because maybe I say things in an intelligent manner and that makes me sound more intelligent than I am. Um, but they mainly come to me because they enjoy my personality. Um, yeah, I've always I, said people buy from people. 
Yeah, and if again, someone can relate to you, or they like how you are, or whatever, whatever it may be. You will be successful. You yeah. could, you could honestly have zero fucking knowledge. Yeah, yeah. But if someone likes you and they like training with you and they like they like your company, they will continue to stay with you because of yeah. that. Yeah, I, I I often say to Katie, uh, a lot of the time I say, I'm pretty sure there's a few of my clients <clears throat> that literally come to me and pay for my company, uh, which sounds crazy, but I, I, I have a client and she won't mind me saying this because she's very open and honest about this. She actively hates exercise. Um, yeah. So she cannot stand training, right? It's not something she'd ever choose to do, but she realizes and she's in her 50s and she realizes that training is very good for her health, very good for her longevity. It means that when she's 80 and maybe has grandkids that she can pick up her grandchild, she can run around the garden with the grandchild, you know, greater bone density, greater level of lean muscle tissue, again, supporting those joints. Um, and she actively says to me, Jordan, I don't enjoy exercise, but I will always come to you and I'm very loyal to you because I do enjoy coming. She says, it's a slog to get here. I don't enjoy a lot of movements. Like I'm pretty sure she only likes one exercise in the entire exercise library in the world. Um, but she's like, I love coming because I love the social aspect that training gives me. Uh, and again, it goes back to what you said it is people pay for, for uh, what was, what was the saying again, bro? I'm, I'm going to butcher people, it. People buy people. People, people buy people. people. Uh, and again, it applies to me. It applies to the coffee shop that I go to. Um, I, I go in there specifically because number one, I enjoy the chat that I have with both baristas that work there. It's an independent coffee shop. So giving them their, my money, it, it feels quite, um, it's something I enjoy doing because again, uh, a bit it's of money. Help, helping out a fellow independent. Yeah, bro. I, this is the way I always think of it. When I'm paying money for a coffee from an independent coffee shop, that three pound, three pound 50, whatever my coffee does cost, that £3.50 is probably going to make that post stakes all right. Cool, another £3.50. You know, that accumulates over seven days. If I go in there every day, which I do, it's £21 a week. That's £84 a month. That person might be able to go out for two meals a month just from me being a customer and just from them treating me with a good level of respect and being nice to me is the reason I go there. Yeah. And it's, I think, if you run a business, understand that yes the level of knowledge you have may entice people to work with you but what's going to entice people to stay with you is actually the connection that you build with that human being and i use uh joe for example because we're both coached by joe uh but we're also uh fortunate to have have him as a very good friend of both of us if yeah. i didn't have the relationship i did with joe I probably wouldn't be coached by him anymore there's a, a large part of me that obviously admires the level of knowledge that he has and stays with him for that reason. But having the connection that I have with him is the reason that I won't have another coach ever. Yeah. Because he's been able to make, and this is what I said to him on the podcast, he's been able to make me feel important, which again, if you're a coach, definitely making a client feel like it's important when you speak to them. It is a massive bit of advice I could give you. Again, if someone's paying for your service, make them feel like they're a million bucks when you talk to them you know, you know if you are speaking to them uh, over whatsapp really really treat them with a level of interest because again things like that is going to entice them to stay and uh 
We're gonna be we're gonna be going to an ad break questionnaire soon with 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 four minutes time where we'll be hitting our ad break questionnaire through the halfway point of this episode, um, and and I want to go bit of a side tangent here and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw things back to the beginning of the episode, bro. Uh, Mr. Jose asked a question, uh, and we're gonna leave the answer for after oh. the ad break questionarium. Um, so, bro, throw another question we received in into the podcast box and we will answer that after our short break ladies and gentlemen right here we go so where are we so yeah it, w- it wasn't the agony on shit we were after yeah but... we were kind of looking for like first world problems but but we're gonna yeah. answer it anyway yeah. jose it, it, it's new you know people will get the gist of it. they will they will just listen so, to it um, basically this question was Batmobiles rated in the mm. order of awesomeness. Mm. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, after the ad break questionarium, we will give to you our answer on what is our favorite Batmobile rated in order of greatness. We will see you, beautiful, sexy people, after the break. Ladies and gentlemen, where we left you at the halfway break ad break questionarium, we were asked by Mr. Jose, Mr. Off, what are our favorite Batmobiles rated in order of awesomeness? So Kirkham, I'm going to send it to you, my man, with the bat symbol on your neck. Tell us, what are your favorite Batmobiles rated in levels of awesomeness? During the break, I was scanning Google quickly. Oh, Refresh my refresh my mind on the Batmobiles because I mean, how deep do we get into this? Do we go into the anime Batman as well? I mean, I I'm gonna say for the sake of not letting this segment go on for the rest of the Tuesday Wednesday is sorry. Um, I reckon we go live action. Right. What top three? Top three. Yeah. Top three. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure I've had this conversation with Jose before. Actually. Oh, okay. So, I'm going to go with, uh, in at number three, Ooh. I'm going with the latest uh, Batman. Mm. Um, who was who played Batman, the latest one? Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson, that's the one. I'm going with that at number three. Okay. It was kind of cool, kind of badass. Now, two and one, it's a, oh... Right, so basically, the Hummer, the Humvee, the Humvee, the uh, the, the Tumbler, the Tumbler. Sorry, yes. Oh yeah. Um, the Tumbler, and the very original Michael Keaton Batmobile. I'm looking at the picture of Keaton's one right those, now. Those two are my favourites. Yeah. Now I don't know what order I want them in. I, I God, you know what? I'm looking at them now as well. I, I'm i going to go, actually. I, I do love the Tumblr, um, but in I, I absolutely, and I don't know if it's just for the level of simplicity that it had, I do absolutely love Pattinson's one. It was it, like a Mustang or something? Yeah, like, yeah, it was a, it was a, like, it's like a fucking Dodge or something. Yeah. Bit of American muscle sort of car, isn't it? I, I absolutely love the groundedness of that vehicle. 
Um, but so I'm going to actually say Pattinson's is going to be second. Third is going to be Tumblr for me. And then right on the top spot it is going to be Keaton's for me, man. I think Keaton's is, oh, I don't know if, if it's the, the, just the shape of it, but I think it looks absolutely incredible. Yeah, I'm I'm a great tumbler in at second. Yeah. The OG in at number one. Yeah. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a different opinion to us and your favorite Batmobile was not mentioned in that conversation just then. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> you, you you have terrible taste in Batman. You're wrong. Um, mate, we, we said in the introductory episode, and I wanna wanna keep our word. Uh, that we were going to get you to watch the Flash trailer. Um, For sake of copyright purposes, we probably won't be able to play the trailer out loud uh, for obvious reasons. Um, So, bro, I'm going to enforce you to either watch it in my kitchen just next to you and and come back uh, with your opinion or turn the sound right down so only you can hear and give it a watch. Live for it. What, I can, what I'll do is I'll mute me, bro. Fantastic idea. The fucking technology nowadays, unbelievable. Mate, isn't see, it? this is why you're here, mate. This is this is the level of podcast who, in the list. Who would have thought the old git would know about technology? <laughs> <laughs> That's about as far as it goes. I know how to mute myself. <laughs> Um, mate if you go on youtube i think it's just the flash trailer i think it was released a month or two ago uh i think it's like extended trailer something like that um i will mute you when you let me know that you're pressing play and and i will ramble for the time that you watch the trailer right so i will i can mute myself you can mute yourself i'm gonna mute myself you entertain everyone okay the trailer okay Oh, we've got two here. Official trailer. Official trailer, mate. Yeah. Official trailer. Right, I'm going in. Ladies and gentlemen, the mute button has been pressed. The only uh the only thing I can do from here is ask to unmute Kirkham. Uh as he's he's gonna go on a bit of an audio adventure himself. He's gonna go on a bit of a visual adventure. He's gonna watch the flash trailer for any for any comic book nerds uh watching uh this on YouTube when hopefully I'm smart enough to get it uploaded to YouTube. Uh, or you're listening through through any podcasting platform. Uh Kirkham is gonna watch the trailer, he's gonna let you know his thoughts again, like he said, uh his his exposure to Batman uh, and kind of the first uh revelation of comic book movie interest came through the Batman 89 with Michael Keaton, which again, I think at the time, a little bit, little bit, little bit of comic book knowledge um, at the time was a darker spin on the Dark Knight, pun intended, a darker spin on the Dark Knight than initially uh, was taking place in the comic book movie universe. Um, again, the only superhero films around at that point, I think would have been things like the Superman movies, uh, which again are absolute classics, uh, and then prior to that would have been the '60s Batman with Mr. Adam West. Um, so, kind of the darker spin on the Dark Knight uh, from Tim Burton's point of view w- was certainly a welcomed, grittier, darker approach to to that hero as a whole. Um, and again, like I said in the the previous episode, like thirty odd years later, I think it's like what thirty four years later, Keaton is going to be reprising his role as, as Bruce Wayne and Batman in the upcoming Flash film. Which is super exciting. And uh, I actually went to the cinema the other day 
following on from the the comic book movie conversation um he, he he's by the way just a little side tangent kirkham's giving a little grin i think he i think he's enjoying a a little bit of a, a little bit of Batman in this Flash trailer right now. Um, again, he, he'll see shortly that also Ben Affleck's Batman appears in it in actually a blue and grey suit, uh, which is very interesting because that has not appeared in live action since Adam West's Batman. But I went to see Shazam: Fury of the Gods the other day, and I would say if you're someone that enjoys going to the cinema just for the level of escapism that comes with that hobby. And absolutely go watch it. it. It's a good film in terms of it's fun, it's funny. Um, if you don't, like myself, I tend to have an unlimited card just because I, I love going to cinema. So paying £18 a month, £19 a month to go as many times as I want it is a good thing for me to do. Can Otherwise, you're going to be paying like £16 a, a, per ticket. So a little bit of advice from the job there. If you're a regular Cine World goer, I would recommend getting a Cineworld Unlimited card because the price of one Unlimited card, which, again, gives you absolute unlimited access to films in Cineworld for an entire month, is only £4 more than an individual ticket. So you go once, you get a few snacks, you've got your money's worth. Kirkham has finished the video, though. Whoa. Bro. I've been on a journey. You, <laughs> mate, that was mental, right? That's what, that looks class. Mate, the my favorite bit of that trailer is where um there's actually two favorite bits where Ezra Miller and Ezra Miller's alternate universe South are in the Batcave and I think they go, Who are you? And he's like, Me, I'm Batman. And yeah. then he like you you hear that old music play, like, oh gosh. Yeah. And the OG Batmobile is there. Yeah, mate, it's all there, there. the Batcave. And the, the awesome thing about this. I've watched a lot of interviews on this because I, I love watching reviews of trailers as well, is when we saw Keaton as Batman last in the early 90s, we wouldn't have the level of CGI that we do now and, and the stunt work. So we're going to get old man Keaton in the bat suit from the, the 90s, but doing the sort of stunts that we'd only seen present day. Yeah. Um, again, you see it in the trailer. He like swoops down, picks up two villains, swoops back up and then drops it. Oh, man. It looks good. Very, um, I feel like it's got a kind of uh, like an end game kind of feel to it. Yeah. So the the, whole going back in time and that's like, it. It, it. The the reason it's like the DC version. <laughs> yeah, it, it it very much is. I mean, Flash. The Flash film is inspired by a, a graphic novel which I actually own called Flashpoint, where again he goes back in time, saves his mum, and things like that, and opens up multiple dimensions. Um, and the reason they are doing this film is because DC was under a different um, operation in terms of the people that ran DC and then director of the Guardians of the Galaxy films, the new Suicide Squad film and the Peacemaker TV series, James Gunn, took over DC studios as of last year. They, they again, after the success he had with Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad, um, they gave him free reign to completely build a cinematic universe. And he did a YouTube video. And I actually remember sending you this video. You sent me that, yeah. Yeah, he did a YouTube video talking about the projects that are going to be part of the new cinematic universe. But in order to get to that point, uh, he said it was important for this universe that we currently know. So Ben Affleck's Batman, uh, Ezra Miller's Flash, um, Jason Momoa's Aquaman, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman, for all of that to come to a pretty definitive end 
that makes sense within story purposes. So Flashpoint is basically going to be the reset to the DC universe. So everything beyond Flashpoint will now be the new DC universe. And, and, and not to say that everything else doesn't matter because clearly Ben Affleck's Batman's in there. Keaton's Batman's in there as well from a different universe. But everything going forward from the Flash film is, is essentially going to set us up for this new universe. And I actually think, and this is just via speculation, I think we're going to get the introduction to the new Superman, the new Batman, um, because unfortunately, like Henry Cavill won't be coming back as Superman because, um, again, James Gunn is just trying to rid uh, uh, of the old universe and Sorry things like that. Is there rumours of him becoming the new James Bond? There is, mate. So he has been thrown into the the hat of 007 goodness. Um, but also someone who I'm a massive fan of, and Katie always bangs on at me because he's a bit of a bit of a man crush of mine, someone who I like to model myself after. Um Aaron Taylor Johnson from Bullet Train, the the guy with the mustache yeah. and the, the the long hair. So uh he was actually kick-ass. Um Back in the day, he was also Quicksilver in the Avengers films. Um, yeah. But he he died in Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, he's a British actor. And after his performances recently, he's actually, I think, the front runner to play the new 007. Uh, uh, again, I absolutely love Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's an incredible actor. Um, but it, it's interesting you bring up the 007 thing, man, because I actually, again, similar to the Tarantino thing we spoke about, I only watched my first James Bond film last year. Really? Yeah, it, it's something that, again, I'm very much into comic book movies, things like that, but I just think I'd never been enticed for whatever reason to watch a James Bond film, but I was on the plane back from Thailand and there was nothing else. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give James Bond a go. And I watched the first Daniel Craig one. Uh, what one was that? That Was that with Halle Berry? No, it was where I think it was. Was it Quantum of Solace? Yeah. And it had a French lady. Yeah, I'm trying to think now. No, it was Casino Royale. Was this Casino guy. Royale? Yes. Yeah. One where he gets poisoned at the casino desk. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was me. I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. I went on to watch the second one. But I think we landed by the time I'd started. Um, big, big fan. Uh, definitely something I'm going to... If they're going to be rebooting... I probably need to go back and watch the Daniel Craig ones. But if we, they're going to be rebooting it again or, or different actors as they do, um, I definitely think I'm going to have to delve into that. Because they were incredible, mate. Incredible. Mate, when, were the, when was the first James Bond film you watched? Mine was... I can't remember what one it was. It was a Roger Moore. Mm. So it was way back in the day. Mm. Roger Moore was the first Bond I ever saw. Right, okay. So that was yeah. before... Um, what's his name? Sean Connery? Uh, Sean Connery was the first Bond, wasn't he? Right, okay. Yeah, and, th and then I think it was Roger Moore, I think. And then it would have been Piers Brosnan? Uh, Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. I'm a big fan of um I I'm a big fan of P Bros. Um when we watched we watched Black Adam together. Um big, big fan of P Bros. Yeah, he's good, Pierce Brosnan. He's an awesome actor. And again, unfortunately, the one of the negatives of this DC reboot is we won't get him as Dr. Fate. 
Uh, I know he he kind of spoilers died in the film anyway, but um, we won't be getting him as Doctor Fate, and I really enjoyed his performance. Yeah, he's um, he's quite a cool, suave kind. He of... is, man. He is yeah, a cool he... guy. Yeah, I don't know how old how old he is at this point. I know he's kind of sporting the grey look pretty pretty fashionably. Um, but dude, dude is still an incredible actor. It, it it's interesting me the the whole acting thing because. It's it's similar to what we were talking about in terms of work productivity, right? Like probably after one film, one or two films, actors could probably just retire, right? They 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 make yeah. that much money off of a single film. But it's again, I think that level of pride in your work and work productivity to keep on producing yeah, bangers, and probably, yeah, and, and just getting better, isn't it? Like yeah, this is it. So it's um it, it it's almost like you said this enticing this enticement to continue increasing from their last performance, boosting what they did previously. Um, which again, like we spoke about uh, in this episode, you can almost fall into that level of toxic productivity, uh, going beyond your working means. Um, but bro, this is, this has been a, this has been an incredible second episode because uh, the intro episode was recorded prior to this, which is actually at the time of recording this is already ready to be uploaded. So you talk Ooh. about toxic productivity, goddamn toxic productivity going down. <laughs> we are already we're just gonna we're just gonna sit here and bosh out the whole series, mate. Ten episodes <laughs> back to back, nicotine back to back. gum, caffeine, no food for us. We're going hypocaloric for the rest of the day, <laughs> um, bro. What what are your plans for the rest of the day? What's uh, the Kirkham's day looking like? Uh, um, so I've got some work to do. I need to get that finished up. I need to get in the shower. Oh, yeah, um, I need to get in the shower, bro, actually. It's a good I need point. to get in the shower. Um, I'll get the work done first, get in the shower. I need to eat. Yeah. That's, uh, it's coming up to eating time now. Um, I'm on a rest day. It's rest mm. day. I need to get the car MOT'd. Oh. Um, and then I need to go to the JJ Manor. Oh, um, to run a little errand for them. <laughs> ah, I see. So, uh, yeah, got the emergency text message last night. Oh, did you? The emergency. Uh, that signal was out. Yeah, mate, that's what it... Do you know what it is? The two's company signal is now a thing. It shines yeah. in the sky and you just see our little silhouettes. That's it. So, dun, 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 that dun, dun. Yeah, and then my daughter's around this evening. because ah. she. Uh, we usually have the uh, the daddy daughter day on Wednesday, so um, she'll be around this evening. Um, I really want to go and watch the new John Wick, but she's it's an eighteen, isn't it? So I'm a bit screwed there. I was actually thinking I was gonna go this evening, um, but a few things popped up, uh, and I'm actually going to stay at home now. Um, I think I might go tomorrow to watch John Wick. I'm stuck between that and Creed. Yeah, I've heard Creed's good as well. That's something I want to go and watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. I mean, bro, I don't know what your weekend's looking like, but I can always do a cinema trip. We, oh yeah, what have I got on this weekend? You're you're about to hear it live, folks. Will oh, will will your two oh, podcast Tony hosts go into some concert thing on Sunday? Oh yeah. Yeah, a concert, a gig. I should a say. gig, not a concert. concert. It's a fucking gig. <laughs> um, all it's 20 someone... people there live yeah. in the stadium. Yeah, it's some Australian dude. I can't remember his name or anything. Mm. Someone she really likes. And um, awesome. so, yeah, uh, that's up in Bristol, I think it is. 
Oh, mate, yeah, that's um, is is that where's that in relation to you? Because that's about forty five minutes from me. Uh, it's about an hour and a half for me. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just trying to think which way you would you come from south? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I basically, I almost cut straight across the country. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I'm trying to think in relation to um, up north, and then obviously where you are, and there where everything crosses crosses in between. Um, but bro, mate, that sounds like a that sounds like a beautiful rest of the day and weekend. Um, I wish I had plans as ecstatic as that. With it being my uh, days off, um, I plan to finish this podcast, upload our first one eat my cream of rice, which is currently frozen in the freezer because oh, ooh, cold, core. cold core just hits, man. I love cold core. And yeah. uh, from there, I'm going to sit on thy sofa, play some Xbox, and I have nothing else to do for the rest of the day, so it's pretty nice. Nice. Yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm enjoying the rando days off. I can Sounds like a good day off that. to me. And we'll, uh, we'll actually be together in person in a week and a half's time. Oh, yes. So, yeah, Mr. And he said, Mr. Sorry, Jazz got <laughs> Mrs. Jazz That's because Miss... I threw you and said, Jasmine. Yeah, Jasmine. I'm like, oh, Mr. Um, Mrs. Jasmine Jeffrey will be competing for the second time in her uh, bodybuilding season. Uh, so, we will be together for that, which will be awesome to see. So, shout out, Jazz. Uh, and uh, mate, this has been this has been awesome. So, shout out to you. And uh, as always, always a we'll, pleasure, mate. we will end this episode yeah mate i, I, mate, I completely agree it, it was a pleasure these have been a very very nice two hours to settle into on my day off um really really nice actually uh, and we need uh, to get some gaming in we do need to get some match yeah we do mate that's you you're not wrong there you're not wrong there i don't know if i need to sort out my xbox live i need to have a look i don't know if last time i used xbox live i think it's still running but i'll have a look after you i have to use that 200 pound that i give myself um so listeners thank you for uh going on this uh audio journey with us and we will end today's episode as we will do for the the foreseeable future with the classic kirkham line he's gonna throw it to you right now love you bye oh